Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. Steel Magnolias, two sisters who love family, traditions, and all things Southern. We've got plenty of room at our table, so pull up a chair. Hey guys, Laura Beth here. Listen, before we get this episode started, I wanted to put a little caveat in front of it, just to let you know, we tried something really different on this one. We actually recorded this episode while on our way home from Kentucky. That's right. We recorded this while on our road trip in the car. We wanted to do that because we knew the energy would be fresh and we would be full of excitement and fun things that we wanted to share. And we didn't want to have to wait a couple of days to do that. So while it was fun to do, the audio is definitely a little subpar from what we're used to providing to you guys. So if you're a new listener, I hope you'll give us another shot for audio content, of course. But if you are a faithful listener, Thanks, and thanks for all that you do to provide great feedback to us. We're so encouraged. And without further ado, here's the next episode of Steel Magnolias. Yeah, so we had a blast. We had a power-packed, punch, fun-filled 48 hours, I think is about what we will come out to. And we had a two-night stay, one night in Elizabethtown. And one night in Lexington. That's right. Took us a little while to get up here, though. (laughs) There was a frustration in the ride up in that we hit traffic about, we were still in Tennessee, but almost to the Kentucky line. And apparently there was a couple of different accidents, and we sat for over an a little over an hour. But here's the silver lining. We were packed for a tailgate, so we had a cooler full of all kinds of sandwiches. Wonderful food. And yummy southern food. So we actually went ahead and got into that on Friday afternoon. That's and right. ate lunch in the car. So no lunch stop other than an interstate dig through the cooler stop. So we, from Nashville, decided we would go straight to the Willett Distillery. We had a 4 o'clock tour, which, because of the accident, we missed by 15 minutes. That's right. We got there at about, little, about 4.15, 4.17. Wow. Yeah. Bummer, because uh, we weren't able to do the full-blown tour, but we were still able to do a 5 o'clock tasting. There you go. So, um, and that was only $10. 10 bucks for, we got to taste three different pours, which we, I thought was... A very fair, yeah. yeah. Um, so at the at this particular tasting, you start out. Everybody tries the uh, Willet 
bourbon. Yep. And there was how many in our group? Twelve? I think she did say twelve, yeah. And Tammy, shout out to Tammy, was our wonderful uh, guide through this process. And so anyhow, we um, tasted that one. And then on the second pour, you had options. Yep. They give you, I don't remember how many choices, maybe four, four, four-ish four choices. Five, yeah. Told a little bit about each one. You got to pick what your uh, choice of those four were. And then on the third pour, it got even more complicated because there was probably, what, six choices? And they all sounded really and good. And they all sounded good. So yeah. we actually maximized each tasting because we would have just a sip and then trade trade so we got so to technically taste. we yeah. got to taste around yeah yeah a little bit more and our friends that are with us did the same so we all got to taste at least one taste of a little bit more and sorry Laura Beth on one of mine <laughs> I did not even mean to do this I took my uh taste and started to hand her the bottle and or the shot glass and I was embarrassed because I didn't realize how big my taste was well by faith that's actually the one I purchased and it was it was good really good so this one we both liked and both purchased was called Old Bardstown yeah bottled in bond so you could only get it in Kentucky we thought that would make a good purchase yep $22 price point which is very fair yeah that is a yeah I was even wondering if I should have gotten more but I got one for a gift because that's a great gift and a good host gift if anyone's that's right still always looking for ideas for host gifts and yeah I would say um I would definitely go back and visit again because I thought you know there were probably others that I'd want to taste there the distillery is in Bardstown right Uh which is bourbon capital of the world so if you wanted to go back you could hit other distilleries. You could as maximize well. that whole area and hit several different distilleries if that you know. And Bardstown, we've mentioned before, is a cute downtown area with cute shops and restaurants. It's a fun, yeah, little town in and of itself. If you did make it to the tour, it's either eighteen dollars or twenty-two dollars, depending on the tour you choose. Which tour you pick? I think they're both about an hour. No, one was a half hour, one was an hour. Yeah, that's right. Uh, one other shout out to a particular bourbon that we, our whole group, really liked. We're not sure if it was, I can't remember if it was Rowan's Creek or Rowan's Creek. I think Rowan's Creek, which is literally a creek that runs right by yep. uh, Willet and Heaven Hill. You're really close to Heaven Hill, by the way. Really If close. you do Willet, you could so easily do Heaven Hill. So... That would be one I would purchase again, you know, purchase. It was a $37 price point. Really yep. smooth. Nice. Yeah. We all liked Noah's Mill. Yeah. That I think that one. was about 37 as well. Yeah. That one was really good. I would I would buy that if I was going into another one. They so had a good gift shop, too. Cute gift shop. And, yeah, nice people. That's definitely worth a stop. Yeah, I think anyone that offers price points from $22 up into the 60 range has got it going on for tourists because those are good that you can, if you want to take a collector's, you know, purchase home for yourself, and then you can always find, you know, gifts. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, so that was a really fun stop. That was a good one. Good stop. Glad we went, and I definitely go back and recommend it to others. Just really pretty property. You mentioned that it's so close to Heaven Hill. I mean, it's it's as close as when we were driving over. We thought, okay, what's the Heaven Hill property and what's the Willet? Yeah, because like, that the, close. The brick houses are you can kind of see them from one another. So. Anyhow, that was fun. And then our next stop was um, one of my dear friends from college. She and her husband hosted us in their wonderful home. Um, they take hospitality serious at this house. The yep. Holmans. Thank you, Holmans. Thank you, Holmans. And actually, when we did our episode on guest rooms, we pulled a lot of information <laughs> from Laura, who hosted us, so she's definitely got that down. Yeah, did y'all notice there was daffodils and with vases sitting around different yeah. places? Like, she's oh, got yeah. lovely soaps and just, yeah. Everything supplied. There were yeah. accessible towels. The sheets were all freshened, and she's very thoughtful like that, and they enjoy getting to open their home, and we had a wonderful southern meal oh, in man. their home. That they had spent some time on. Yeah, so Jim, shout out to Jim Holman, had put a wonderful Boston butt in his big green egg at 4 a.m. and shredded it right in front of our eyes with his rubber gloves on, and it was superb. That's so wonderful. Yeah. Tell us about the sauce that we loved that we ate on that. So we used a, or we, she had a variety of sauce choices, but there's one called Pappy for Sissies. So good. Um, it's a mild sauce. It's mild. And um, you can use on a variety of meats. I actually bought some with Laura at the Lodge outlet in Tennessee. Oh, okay. So you can find it in different places. And it's not anything to do with Pappy Van Winkle. Right. Good distinction. Since we're yeah. talking bourbon. But um, it, it's nothing to do with that. But it's just a yummy mild sauce that... I'm glad to have some of that at home to get into again. So, yeah, and then uh, as our rest of our meal, in case you want to plan a wonderful southern meal around a Boston butt, Laura made a, I thought this was interesting, faux faux potato salad. So not potatoes. It's made with cauliflower. If you think that sounds gross, hear me out. I didn't miss the potatoes. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, so she's doing keto, which is why she decided to do this. So even if we've got listeners that are trying to cut carbs and cut corners with sugars and, you know, do the keto-style diet, this was a great substitution for a potato salad. So much so, I might try it and see if somebody somebody noticed. It was so good. Um, she had that. She had coleslaw. I had brought baked beans. Um, yes, they had bacon and brown sugar in them. Yes, they did. And um, what else? Well, we had old fashioned. Yes, that so you had batched <laughs> beforehand. So I batched old fashions. Um, not sure if we were going to do them on Friday night or Saturday, but I was grateful that I had gotten that done. So I used Maker, a bottle of Maker's Mark for these old fashions. And here's how I did it. I took two ounces out of that bottle and drank that as I (laughs) made my simple syrup. I made simple syrup and put two ounces of simple syrup back in the bottle. 
so. Oh, that's all of the simple syrup that was in there? Yeah. Just two ounces? <laughs> two ounces. Oh, boy. Okay. And I put 32 dashes of uh, Anastoga orange bitters. So good. And shook it up. That's it. And that was pretty brilliant to travel with it back in and the And it was so easy bottle. that I traveled with it in the bottle. So... At Laura's, we had another bottle of Maker's Mark, and I, so I wrote an O, uh, we put an O on mine to know it was the old-fashioned yeah, already mixed, because they're sitting side by side. Um, we had good ice, important. We had big, nice ice cubes. I also tried, did you guys try the Old Forester that she had? I did not. She had a no. bottle of Old Forester, and so I tried that. That's a good bourbon for that price point, too. I can't remember. It's in that not-too-crazy high Okay, price point. Um, so, anyway, I had, I did try that. And then we, as a group, finished the whole bat, the whole <laughs> bottle of the old fashions. Um, but that was, that was our southern meal on Friday night. Yep. Got some good sleep, rested up for the races on Saturday. So we had about an hour drive from Elizabethtown over to Lexington. over, yeah. Over to Lexington. And it was wild. <laughs> I mean, people for days. Now, we went in the fall. We went to the October fall meet. And it wasn't the first weekend of the fall meet. So it's, that yeah. made a big difference, too. Definitely felt the difference in, in the crowd. opening spring meet. Or opening day spring meet. And we're saying opening day. I mean, technically it opened on Thursday. Right. Opening Saturday. Opening Saturday, yes. Saturday being the biggest day of the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday races. And, you know, I didn't see a lot of pomp and circumstance, is what I usually call it, in the fall. Because there weren't a lot of hats. There were nicely dressed attendees. But I wouldn't call it dressed up, per se. There was a lot of people dressed up. There's a lot of people dressed up for the spring meet. I'm sorry, I have a cough. <coughs> Pardon me. That's okay. <laughs> we would see, you know, hats, florals. We saw... Fascinators. Fascinators. We saw some of more than what we wanted to see. Um, oh, short dresses is what she's trying to say. Really short dresses. There was a lot of college-age kiddos that were there yesterday. Kind of funny, actually. Like, lots of cigar-smoking... <laughs> 22-year-olds. 22 22-year-olds. 22 um, lots of bow ties on the guys. Oh, but it's Bright so suits, which is kind of fun, I think, to see those bright suits. and. Oh, yeah. It's so wonderful to see men, men dressed up. Dressed up in their just classiness. Very yeah. classy. Classy shoes. Classy. Yeah, I love that. So let's tell them about what our, we, what our spread was at our tailgate. Oh, we did have a nice spread. So, well, for starters, I batched again so it would already be ready. Because uh, traveling with alcohol and mixing drinks while you're, it's hard. Yeah. It's just easier to batch it. I'm not saying it's necessarily makes for the freshest. But um, I batched Southern Comfort with champagne. That was so good. And then... Did it have a splash of something else in it? Well, no. It was oh, just okay. those two things. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. It did have, it have bitters. Some. I put bitters in that, too. Okay. Not a, 
whole lot, but okay. a little bit of bitters, of the orange bitters. And then I had this lemon rind that yes. I left a little bit of the little bit of the juicy lemon part on there and so I ran it across the rim and threw it in so it would nice. have a little lemon just nice. a little um and that was nice for it was ten thirty, so yeah. I, I just wasn't ready for anything too strong exactly and um that's how we started our ten thirty morning that's tailgate right. we had sausage balls yes we had pimento cheese of course Kentucky hot brown sliders um, we had, gosh, we had so much, a spinach onion dip, yeah. we had a wonderful curry chicken salad. That was yummy. We did have veggies galore, snap peas, carrots, cucumbers, peppers, to dip in all of these different things. Yep. We had, um, what was it called, the beef chip? Oh, yes, on on Hawaiian rolls. This. We got into those on Friday That well. was part of Friday's lunch, the beef chip wonderful spread um gosh we had bread pudding yes that was wonderful shout out to christine for the caramel sauce and bread pudding that was wonderful i tried a new recipe that i will share just a touch on because it's going in the trash the (laughs) recipe is going in the trash when i get home because here's why no i mean i think it tastes okay i'm just gonna say it tastes okay but it was a little bit, tiny bit complicated, and a, the ingredients were expensive. Do you guys know what I mean when you buy splurge on ingredients and it's just okay? It's yeah, frustrating. It is. So it had fresh vanilla paste in it that, you know, you're digging out of the vanilla bean. That was a, um, an important ingredient. And then it had um, a half a cup of bourbon and... Um, Brown sugar, a whole bag of brown sugar. I mean, a whole bag of brown yes, sugar. Brown. Well, a small bag, the sixteen ounce, oh not the thirty-two goodness. ounce. Okay. So, anyhow, I thought it was going to be so off the charts flavorful, and I didn't think it was. It was moist enough. It, it was, was verbity enough. Yes. But I, I just don't think that's a do-over. So, thank goodness for that bread pudding with the caramel sauce, because that was the sweet wonderfulness that we needed yeah. in our tailgate. Um, we had fruit. We had a, we had a nice spread. In fact, we invited some of our neighbors to come eat as well because we had more than we needed for yes. our group. We did. There was lots of good people watching. Lots just hanging of out. yes. People playing cornhole. I just loved. I, that that was a moment where I was like, I just love this tailgate I situation. Could, I'm going to go into the races and I'm going to have a whole different kind of fun. But if I for some reason, didn't get to go inside. I would also just love to not call that a lose. It's still a win. Yes. Yeah. And there's people that do that at Keeneland on the Hill, the hill. Yep. where they'll just go and eat from the food trucks and play cornhole and maybe even place bets. There's betting up there as well, but they're just there to enjoy each other and they never even make it to the race. So there's just like SEC football games or. Any other things that you may go to where there's tailgating, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to the That's true. That's so. true. So did we say that we were amongst a record-breaking we attendance have not. crowd? The attendance was knocking on 35,000, 34,775. That's amazing. Which was a record um, for Keeneland. So, and we felt that in the crowd, I'll say. Um, yeah. 
I spent a lot more time. We ha- ended up being a group of around eight. Yep. And then I saw one other person that I knew. So, but um, with that many people, it, for me, it was more about conversation this time. I didn't do a lot of looking at the bedding, and um, I did bet, but not a lot. And let's talk about that, by the way, too. Yeah, so when we went in the fall, I got schooled from the bedologist, which we mentioned on our Keelan episode, to make sure and talk to a bedologist. And I thought he had some great tips. I got a little bit too, I think, consumed with some of his recommendations last time because I went time and time again, race by race, in the fall, I was going to exacta or exacta box, meaning I was picking the top two horses in either order or exacta box, picking first and second place in that order. And that was fun, but I just felt like I kept getting burned, like I would get one of the two right. And so I changed my strategy completely this time, and I mostly placed when uh, put in win place show, run of show to some um, bets, and so I don't know. It, it seems well. To it be, clearly paid off because she was the big winner of our group. Well, I I put in a bet that based on my wording, I actually placed a higher bet than I meant to, but it was already totaled up, and the cashier was asking for my money at that point, and so I came back with my head down low to our group and told them how much I had just spent on a bet, which was about five times, no, three times more than I meant to spend. You were hoping to put in 10-ish and put in... I put 30-ish. So... But the good news, because she did mess that up, the good news was, talk about your winnings that you didn't also expect. Two, I I picked uh, four different horses, um, and two of them were in the top three. So that ended up being a horse that had 42 to 1 odds. So awesome. And so I won 150 bucks. So fun. That is so fun. Now, when you start taking out, you know, what you spend on concessions and drinks and other bedding, you know, we don't have to talk about what I actually got. You're not up. But you're still, you were up, though. I was up. Whereas I was not. Yeah. Um, And that's okay. I just consider it entertainment cost. Oh, it's so fun. But, um, yeah. It is funny, though. I mean. We had two other peak winners, too, in our group. And so that's fun to say. But I definitely didn't know it was going to be that total. I thought I had won, like, 20-ish dollars, so I didn't know how to do the math correctly. That's so fun. <laughs> the cashier hit a couple of buttons, and it, you know, it popped up. And I was like, are you serious? And she said, you didn't know that was what you were getting. I'm, like, turning around to <laughs> tell the whole line how much I just won. And then I came behind her and had a winning of 280 $2.80. Yeah, when you say 280 that really could easily be 280 there. Easily. <laughs> we saw winnings in the thousands yeah. uh, amongst our group, but it is possible to it's really possible. win big. So, yeah, we had a wonderful experience. I didn't hang out much at the paddock either yesterday just because I was spending more time talking with people. But um, we've said before, you can get close to these horses, closer than you're going to get at a Churchill Downs or something. Much closer. So it's it's a neat experience. Big fans. Yeah, and then even crowd-wise, you know, 
funny enough, you actually heard someone ask if that was a crowd close to the numbers that you oh, would lower. see at the Kentucky Derby, which of course it's not. It would be maybe a third of what? Less than a, I mean, it's even more than that. Yeah, so yeah. the Kentucky Derby would have a little over 100,000. Yeah, and yeah, and even just around it, it's a lot. You know, this was really easy. We really easy to park and tailgate. You're not a far walk. There are even I think there's some shuttles at least for handicapped. Yeah, um, that's the beauty of Caitlin is it's like a bite size, yeah, very doable way to go to a horse race. That's right. Opinion. And beautiful. I mean, gorgeous grounds. We've talked about, or maybe we didn't talk about on here, but I will mention, they have their first ever music festival coming up in August, and they're calling it the Railbird Festival, which Railbird is somebody that hangs out on the rail, right up by the dirt track. And that'll be a big event for them, so that's in August, and we put that on our Instagram if you're looking to see the lineup for that, but um, yeah, it's a gorgeous piece of property. Well, we're headed on, let's see, after Keeneland, we stayed in Lexington. Um, We were pretty cooked after that. We went to a cute little place um, with some of the friends we met up with at the meetup. And it was a greenhouse, and it was called um, Kentucky Native Cafe. And just a cute place to have a drink and a chat, picnic tables outside. Very cool. Cute little place. Um, this we had a good night's sleep, and this morning got up and had a breakfast, and then we made our trip to Woodford Reserve. Yeah, and I, I think what my favorite part of Woodford Reserve is um, where it sits. It's literally in the middle of just beautiful horse farms. Yep. So as you're driving there, the scenery is spectacular. Um, so pretty. So you're going literally through Ashford Stud Horse Farm, which is the home of American Pharaoh and yes. many other beauty, beautiful thoroughbreds. Um, so it's just a lovely drive. I was glad it wasn't raining when we did that. Very green. Did it remind you of Ireland? It reminded Indeed. me a lot of Ireland. Yeah. And Coolmore is an Irish-owned horse group that owns Ashford Stud, so it's even kind of funny. I'm sure there's familiarities to how that all looks in their homeland as well. But anyhow, um, Woodford Reserve is a great stop. It's on the official Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Yep, and we've um, mentioned this before, but there is a passport you can get if you want to hit some of these distilleries, and it's a cute little marketing technique because you get stamps on your passport at these various distilleries and that's exactly what it is it's a marketing <laughs> it totally is but it's fun and when you finish the whole um passport you send it in for a surprise usually t-shirt or some kind of glassware um, i don't even know what it is well it was a t-shirt, but she was saying sometimes now they've changed it up and it changes. Oh, okay. Anyhow, so I don't know what the next, I don't know what will be. You've got the shirt. What's your shirt say? Do you My remember? t-shirt is in the shape that's got a 
design that's the shape of Kentucky and has different barrels of the different places. It's cute. It's fun. Kind of a burgundy color with yellow print. So it's unique looking and it's cute. But yeah, it was a badge of honor that you did it, I guess. That's so fun. So anyhow, um, Woodford Reserve, we decided we would not do a tour, but just a tasting yeah. um, there. And also $10. $10 for the tasting. They had a one-hour and a two-hour tour um, available at Woodford Reserve. But we felt like we made the right choice when, yes, we did. on the particular circumstances of the day, these tours were out, and it started pouring down rain. Most people did not have umbrellas with them. We're seeing them out walking and getting soaking wet. And they actually ended up having to call them all back inside. They couldn't finish because of the lightning that was happening. So um, felt like we were glad to yeah. be undercover we drinking. Were on, we were on the porch. On the porch having tastings and watching the rain and hearing it. It was actually quite lovely. Yeah. So we got to taste three different bourbons and we had a great host, Kathy, who walked us through really more of just not only the bourbon overview, but really making sure we had a good understanding of how to incorporate food. I thought in the tasting. tasting, so we had a little chocolate bourbon ball that we were using as part of our tasting, but she said, or did we hear on the website, there's even more, like, things that they describe. That they do. It seems like they have some good events. There was even an event happening, I believe it was tomorrow night. That looked awesome. That looked awesome. It was uh, $25. You got two hours with the master distiller. And there was hors d'oeuvres, and it said cocktails plural. So, I mean, there was, it means at least two. Yeah. And, um, or anyway. Co- or cocktail choices, who knows. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah, so it looked they, like a fun event for $25 if a they person. Do events year-round and you're in the area, that might be something worth checking See out. See what's available. Yeah. Great gift shop. Um, what else would you say about Woodford? I mean, it's beautiful. Like, the, the main lobby area is just really pretty. Nice fireplace, place to hang out. They have a little cafe. I didn't even look at the menu, but anyhow, nice stop. That was a good stop. And I got my first ever passport stamp, so <laughs> I'm off. Excited about the journey of that. Yes. Yeah, so good trip. And we're headed home and the rain has stopped. I'm grateful yes. for that. and. So, I would say definitely, if you can't make it to the spring meet this April, go ahead and think about coming in October to Keeneland, because it is such a great It really is place. a great little trip. And, um, yeah. Are we there yet? <laughs> Kaylee? We have backseat. Calm down. Friends. And Kaylee has had... Kaylee and Christine have had quite fun and made their own purchases on this um, bourbon journey as well. Yeah, there's a lot of gift bags in the back in the of back. this vehicle right now. It's a good good trip for purchases. You might want to put that one picture up. We have a picture of the back of the vehicle that's pretty funny. I know. People I might I did. find that funny. I think I put it on our story. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks again for listening. We will be back here next time with all kinds of topics on all things Southern. We've got some really fun ideas for topics that some of you guys have submitted. Yeah. So we're going to start looking through some of those and incorporate.
like, make sure and send us a message on Instagram or Facebook or send us an email. What do you want to hear? Let us know what kind of southern topics you think would be fun to discuss. All right, guys. Is that it? I think that'll do. We'll be back on the road again, but we will catch y'all here next time. Thanks. Bye, guys.